as the darkness now draws near. See the cycle of the year. Raise your glass, the veil is thin. Trust your roots, let the magic begin. Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Face. It is October 31st, and with that, I want to send you a blessed and badass Sawin, Sawin, Sabin, whatever you want to say, welcome, let's celebrate. I'm ready to make some magic with the motherfucking moon. Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. My name is Kitty, and thank you for being here with me. Sawin is the witch's new year, like holiday, right? It's the witch's new year, so cheers to leaving a year behind and getting ready to roll with a year ahead of you. This is a phenomenal time to really embrace our dark side. Along with Scorpio, right? November 1st is tomorrow, All Saints Day, All Hallows Eve, the Day of the Dead, Halloween, Samhain, whatever you would like to call it. It is a time to look at death. Look at those that have passed on. Look at our ancestry, our roots, where we came from, the blood that's flowing through our veins, right? Did you start in a coven of witches? Are you just finding out who you are? What does it look like? And give thanks for what they've created because dreams are coming true. Like when they came over to wherever they came over to and started passing on their lineage and their last name, they dreamed of you. So just kind of sit in that for a minute. Let's give celebration to where we came from and how we became who we are. Boom shakalaka. A long time ago, in Celtic tradition, maybe like 500 BC, way, way, way back, this was a celebration of saying goodbye to the light side of the year and saying hello to the dark side of the year. The dark side. I love saying that. (laughs) It's halfway between autumn, the autumn equinox, right? And it's also halfway to the winter, win, the winter solstice. Try to say that ten times fast. So, if we're thinking about it, right, the 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 dark side is much more feminine. It's about looking at that emotional, ooey gooey, sappy stuff that maybe we don't want to pull up uh, because you know it it's it sucks to kind of look at that stuff. It's cool, no problem. I will say it more than anyone that you have to break down. Like, some of them are gross. You have to break down to break through. Um, And now Samhain is also Halloween, All Saints Day, right? The Day of the Dead. As we're celebrating our roots, it is also known as the day where the veil between worlds um, is most easily penetrated or most permeable. The veil is thinnest, if you want to say, where you can commune with those that have passed on. You can commune with spirits and, and the dead and not be afraid of it, right? Um, Of course, always do protection, always. (laughs) What am I, a fucking sex ed teacher? Always protect yourself, boys and girls. I'm trying to say, you know, always sage, always set your elements, whatever practice it is that you are grounding and cleansing and making sure that you are set up for no harm to be done. All that jazz, you know, that'll, we'll, we'll get into that, trust me. Now, going back to the celebration of what this day truly means. Um, It's a cross-quarter day. 
meaning it is the midpoint of a season. It is the third and final harvest day. You know, the pumpkins, the apples, the all of this beautiful, all these bonfires, you know, think about really what the end of farming season, with what the final harvest feels like. That electric energy of celebration, of gratitude that you have created all you've created through the past year, and now you have a new clean slate to set new intentions to grow within the next year, right? That that electric energy of not only being okay with death and decay, right? Because the farm, it, it's not going to thrive all year. So if we're going by natural seasons, the pagan wheel of the year of, you know, how we work naturally with the seasons and the phases of the moon, right now is the time to really release and let go of everything that doesn't serve. It's a time to get rid of things. It's a time to really release and be okay with death and decay because from death comes rebirth, right? With the dark comes the light and vice versa. So you have to have the positive with the negative. You got to chill in both sides. Um, But as we get into the dark side, the dark side, it is much more feminine. So it's time to go into getting a little deep. All right. Let's see. What am I missing? Veil to the underworld. Yes, we know that. Hey, a couple uh, uh, little fun factiolas for you. In the Celtic tradition, they used to leave fruit and nuts for spirits because, of course, the veil is very thin, right? There's spirits walking around. Um, We wear costumes or the, the tradition of wearing a costume came from us trying to dress like monsters or ghouls or spirits so that we would not stand out and we would not be tortured or recognized, if you will, right? Um, And like I said, the fruit and nuts were left for said spirits. Um, And that's where kind of the trick or treat um, idiom was created. So that's a cool little Medili Mabob. Um, Also with the Day of the Dead, something cool, right? The sugar skull. Uh, Those are left for ancestors, for the dead, to just remind us that life is sweet and also it it's fleeting right it's temporary so the sugar skulls the costumes uh, all of these amazing symbols that we all grew up with come from a, a deeper place so i just i think that's really cool and i wanted to share it with you so there's that so what else are we looking at for sawin in Gaelic, it, it stands for summer's end, and it is the darker feminine part of the wheel, as we've already discussed. Now, what if you were to set up an altar for the Witch's New Year? Happy New Year again, by the way. What if you were to set up an altar? What would it look like? What would it feel like? Uh, and An ancestor's altar. That's one of the amazing things about this time is that because it's the thinnest veil between you and the other world, the underworld, right? Persephone, the goddess of the underworld. She eats pomegranates. We'll get into that. Um, if you were to create an altar for your ancestors, think about your grandma, your grandpa. You know, does he, did he smoke menthols? Did he eat Mr. Goodbar? So, you know, go and get those things and call him in and make him comfortable. Give him offerings, you know, as we offer too, without expecting anything in return. It's, it's a, a sincere and beautiful form of gratitude where we can set ourselves up for you know, much more to be grateful for in the upcoming year if you give without the need to then receive. Um, Be a go-giver. Boom shakalaka. So what is your altar going to look like for your ancestors? You know, did your grandma knit? Uh, Did she 
that you like wearing highlighter yellow shoelaces, you know? Go to the store and pick some stuff up that really bring you to a place where you can remember and honor and celebrate their energy and what it meant to you. So an ancestor altar is a very good, and we'll get into rituals here in a moment. What can you do to celebrate Samhain? Now, um, if you were to wear some oils or diffuse some things, you know, uh, let's get into oils and herbs and crystals and all that stuff, because I know we all love that, right? But we can use all of this stuff on our altar as well. So just keep that on the top of your mind, uh, you know, in your consciousness. Um, Maybe putting down some vintage lace or some plaid or some beautiful fabric that uh, makes you feel or remember. Maybe something vintage, right? Ancestry roots. We're really looking at our lineage and honoring our history. So setting down a vintage lace or some beautiful plaid or maybe your grandmother had um, a muumuu or something, right? You can use whatever you need, whatever feels good. Some oils that we can really uh, call in are frankincense and myrrh, patchouli, peppermint, eucalyptus, um, the flowers, chrysanthemums, or, you know, mums, if you would call them that. Uh, and also marigolds are really big with the Day of the Dead culture. So just calling in some of those energies as well. Why not? Um, sunflowers and calendula are also some good flowers. Um, you know, some symbolisms or some symbols, some acorns. Um, or a cauldron, right? Um, the roots, the ancestry, the womb. The cauldron is, uh, or a chalice, a cup, is also meant for the womb. As we get to the more feminine part of the year, calling in a womb-style energy to call in that dark piece of the goddess is, uh, you know, kind of a nice little intention. Just throwing that down. Um, acorns, pumpkins, apples, corn, uh, gourds. What else are we looking at? You know, uh, mead, pomegranates, pomegranates, Persephone, uh, the goddess of the underworld who was pulled down by Hades. Just a little Greek mythology for you. She loved and chose the seeds of pomegranate. Uh, so if you'd like to give a little honor to the goddess Persephone with some pomegranates, that would be a great intention as well. Um, you know, gratitude without needing in return. How about some photos of your ancestors on that ancestry? I just want to pull that out too, right? Um, photos that, that of you and your childhood, of your ancestry, of your lineage, your roots, your history. Just really, really digging deep into being okay with and communing and loving and giving gratitude to those that have passed on, those that are dead. All right. Some herbs. An incense that can be used, maybe some sage. Of course, we, we use sage in our protection spells, in our cleansing and smudging spells. But sage is a very awesome and, and beautiful cleansing, you know, cleanse the palate type of an herb. You know what I'm saying? Uh, heather, sage, sweetgrass, which is my favorite. Uh, sandalwood, wormwood, rosemary. Mandrake, which reminds me of Harry Potter, that cute little mandrake. If you're a Harry Potter fan, I'm a pothead, so... Thank you. Dragon's blood mint. Dragon's blood is also one of my favorites. It, it reminds me and smells as a Renaissance fair would. Throwing that down. How about some crystals, some gemstones? Uh, don't call them rocks, please. Don't call them rocks. My husband called them rocks. And I was like, no, baby, crystals. Get your crystal on. Obsidian, black obsidian, you know, a beautiful protection stone. Let's see, carnelian, which is great for your sacral chakra. Onyx, another beautiful black stone. Jet, right? Um, bloodstone. Ooh, yeah, that's got a, uh, African bloodstone, dragon's bloodstone, whichever you feel. Pyrite, fool's gold. Pyrite is a phenomenal one as well. Smoky quartz. Mm-hmm. And hematite, that really down-to-earth grounding hematite. 
That's a really good one. How about some candles colors? If you were to wear some colors specifically for Samhain, it would be orange and black, of course, right? Halloween, hello. Uh, white, gold, scarlet, purple, you know, colors of royalty. Um, and in the white and the black, of course, you know, the the midpoint, the cross quarter of the autumn and winter. We are, and also the brand new year. Boom. The dualities, yin and yang. Some foods, of course, as I already mentioned, some foods for offering or foods for your altar, pumpkins, gourds, cider, pomegranates. And of course, as our goddesses go, I also mentioned Persephone, Lilith, Kali, Kaylee, Hecate. Um, yeah, all right. Moving on from your altar, right, we can go right into rituals. Why not? Of course, I've got my notes, as always. Um... Samhain rituals are all about celebrating your roots, of course, as we've been talking about this entire time. The feminine goddess, the roots, the ancestry, the history that makes you rich with what you contain in your bloodline. What would it look like to make a family recipe, to make that comfort food meal and set up an entire meal and set places for said ancestors, right? That grandpa that smokes the menthols and eat Mr. Good Bars. Why don't you take those little things off your altar for a moment, set them at a place setting for him, give him a portion and give thanks within that and just set and sit and contemplate and be in gratitude for their energy being there with you. Maybe have a conversation, right? The land of make believe and pretend the veil is most thin right now. So if you're going to make the possible or the impossible possible, girl, guy, whoever you be, it is time to do just that. So, hey, have fun with it. Be cool with it. We are honoring and celebrating those energies, invite them in. Be cool with them. Hey, come on in. The water's fine. Let's smoke a blunt. If you do that, cool, right? No judgment, Judy. So doing that family recipe. And then when you're done, if you do step into the man land of pretend and make-believe with me, take that food portion and then go and bury it in a tree or, or next to a tree that really means a lot to you or in your garden or bury it with gratitude and give it back to the earth, right? Really, with intention, honoring your ancestors with actions that show them so. That seems logical and magical. Boom. Why not? How about a roots box? Let's move on to a different little ritual we can get to. A roots box. Cover with your family ancestry, right? Uh, put pictures on it. Draw things on it. Have a, a tree on it. And then put things in there that remind you of your family or potential heirlooms for you to pass on to your lineage. Why not, right? Start something new. Start a brand new tradition. How about an all-night bonfire? Yes, a bonfire, right? As we're doing the final harvest, the celebration, an all-night fire watch. Um, bonfire, P.S., side bay. Bonfire, uh, uh, back in the day, priests used to throw bones of cattle into the all-night bonfires. But at that time, they were called bonefires, which then transmuted, translated into bonfire. So just saying that. Another cool thing, if you plan on doing this all-night fire, right, it's kind of a symbolism to 
Help the spirits light their way back to this world and greet them in celebration. Hello, welcome. I'm so glad to be with you again. Thank you for everything that you've given me. Thank you for my lineage and so on and so forth. Another cool thing, you can take a stone, right? A rock, not a crystal. And you can write your name on it, write your intention on it, write something on it and throw it into said bone bonfire. Check it in the morning and see what it looks like, right? What does the year look like coming up? Is it fully burned? Are you going to be burning with passion? What does it feel like? And then all of a sudden, you know, as you take that stone, keep it with you for the year. Keep it as a reminder. Thank you, ancestors. I am living out your dreams right now. Thank you for my bloodline. Let's go, Kokomo. Yeah, abracadabra. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Eat a pomegranate. Oh, right? Persephone chose the seeds to eat them as goddess of the underground, as I mentioned earlier. Why wouldn't you eat a pomegranate? In honor of the goddess of the deep, of the dark. All right, then. A nature walk, of course, to gather seeds, sticks, certain things that remind you of ancestors to put on your altar. Nature walk, of course, um, as the days get darker we might not have as much time right so that's uh, as the winter is impending <laughs> carve a pumpkin this one should go without saying halloweenies carve a pumpkin you know what did the pumpkins stand for back in the day the pumpkins stand for um you know their faces lighting up would scare away said spirits that were here because the veil of the underworld is at its most permeable have a dinner party, right? This one kind of melts into the first ritual, the dinner party with not just your ancestors, but your coven. Uh, a good coven is a 13 number. But if you don't have a coven, invite people over. Celebrate with your harvest, right? This is the third harvest of the pagan wheel of the year. So celebrate and truly give thanks to not just your ancestors and your lineage, but the people you have in your life right now. Uh, let's see. Dress up. Dress up, right? Costumes. Dress up as who you want to be. In the upcoming year, as we go back to this being the new year, happy new year, witches. As we go back to this being the new year, who do you want to be? Who do you want to embody? What do you want to show up as? What is it that you want to step into in the new year? I'm going to go into New Year's resolutions for just a second, right? Most of the American holiday people do them in January, and then they go to the gym for like two weeks, and they're like, fuck that, I want some cake. So using the natural phases of the moon and using the natural phases of the year um, and Mother Earth, what would it feel like to set intentions now? And then come back to them at this time next year as we're celebrating, as we are dressing up, as we're carving our pumpkins and eating our apples. What would it look like to be like, holy shit. Oh, my God. I stepped into exactly who I wanted to be. Right? That would be pretty fucking cool. I know I want to do it, so let's do it together. Grab my hand. Let's go. Set your yearly intentions. Or a New Year's resolution slash intention. Everything you do with intention, magic. Make a genuine intentional change, right? Do it with magic. That's all I'm saying. Another good one that I really enjoy. Get a reading, y'all, because it's the brand new year, right? What is your 12 months going to look like? Do you have a really big problem or a really big thing that you really want to come to fruition? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Bounce it off of somebody. Divination, right? Tarot is the art of connecting to your divine. Divine, divination, bing! 
bingo. So if your soul is like, hey, did you know? You're going to be like, yeah, I already knew that. But your soul is just going to remind you in guided imagery and beautiful, you know, centered divine downloads. Uh, So I would either do a reading for yourself or if you want it to be a bit more awesome also, get a reading done from yours truly because why not? It's my job. I love it. Thank you. Let's see. uh, If we're going to do any spells, what are some spells that we can do? Of course, right? By the way, I don't think I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway for those wee witches. Protect yourself. Make sure that you are grounded, centered, that you're in control. And if something starts to feel gross while you're doing spells, while you're doing anything like this, I do have to say, do not leave a spell in the middle. Do not ever leave a spell in the middle of it. Close things down. Thank all of your deities and your goddesses and your spirits and your guides and your angels. And close it down first. Don't ever leave the middle of a spell. I just wanted to throw that down. But also protect yourself first, right? This is a time of banishing dead energy, a time of really connecting with your past lives or, you know, the the deep dark parts and the trauma that we've been pushing down. It's a good time to protect ourselves from more trauma. You have to look at the trauma, live through it, be okay with it, love it, and let it go for it to stop that record from continuing in your life, that self-sabotage, that lack of confidence, that I don't have what it takes, I'm not enough, whatever it may be, right? It's coming up over and over and over again. This is a great time because the veil is so thin to look at that dark side, the dark side, and really be one with it. Because then, of course, your light side is going to expand much more because you've released space from your dark side to make more room for light. Voila! Abracadabra! Boom shakalaka boom boom! Yes. Well, that felt good to say. So a nice little, uh, how about a little spell? What a little spell I'll give you that. As you're honoring the dead, as you're, you know, connecting to your divine self, as you're really protecting and then projecting what you want into the future. A nice little thing that we can say or start your ritual with. As the darkness now draws near, see the cycle of the year. Raise your glass. The veil is thin. Trust your roots. Let the magic begin. Yeah. Fist bump. I think that's all. Oh, the last one. A nice one. You can create a protection charm or talisman. Right. Um, as you're doing these protection spells, one thing that would be great is create a grigri or a little bag with herbs, you know, spices, crystals um, in a, a fabric that feels good to you, whatever that feels like, looks like that you can carry with you throughout the year for that said protection that you're asking for from your ancestors, from your deities, your goddesses, your spirit guides, from this energy. Right. What would that look like to carry a talisman with you? Just throwing that down. All right. Getting near the end here. If you are doing a reading for yourself, one thing I just want to call up, um, are, there's five questions that I'd like to give you as a prompt if you are into divination. And if not, no problem, you can skip this part. But the five questions that I'd like you to really look at, the five card pull, is number one, what do you need to release to transform? What do you need to let go? That's card number one. Card number two, what do my shadows reveal? What's emerging? What's what's getting in the way, right? Number three, how can I nourish myself through this darkness? That's your third pull. What is it that your soul is telling you that you need to continue to do to nourish yourself? Self-care is never selfish. 
Number four, what magic is being created in this darkness? Ooh, I love that one. And of course, number five, what is the message from my ancestors tonight? Of course, because we have the veil of ancestry and lineage and history being so thin, now is a time where they can really speak to you clearly and you can hear because the possible is always possible. The impossible becomes possible at this time and at this energy of the moon and the seasons. So right now, it's just kind of like a pause to reflect and acknowledge the importance of death in the cycle of life, that your ancestors created a space for you to be, do, and have who you are right now. What can you create to be, do, and have more to give them gratitude and thanks for what they created for you? It is a system and a flow, an open option to give and receive from those that have been and those that are still yet to come, right? What can you take from them? What have they given to you? And what can you receive and give at the same time? So energy is turning inward as we look at the dark piece of ourself, as we connect with our goddess and our more feminine side. The energy that turns inward and darkness can be embraced within that, right? It's the shadow self season. Welcome to Scorpio season, right? You know damn well that you have shit to look at. You have scorpions. So you have scorpions in your closet. That would be scary as fuck. You have skeletons in your closet, which is still scary as fuck, by the way. You have skeletons in your closet that need to be looked at, that you can dance with, that you can embrace, that you can love, that you can be okay with and stop judging your own damn self, Judy. Be okay with your dark side, your dark side. Release what needs to be released. Leave behind what you've outgrown and welcome magic. Welcome possibility. Welcome the mystery of what you can receive if you release all the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's logical. In a world of magic where logic is like, what the fuck is that? That makes sense to me. Right? If I look at everything on the outside, I got to release, you know, some clothes to make room for more cool clothes. Whatever that looks like, what do you need to release? Sister, mister, whoever you may be, chickadee, what you need to release? I'm going to leave you with a spell I made up myself. You're welcome. Thank you for the space. It's witching hour on Samhain, I reflect, on what to release and what to protect. Of the year gone past and the year now to come, starting anew, clean, with the rising Scorpio sun. It's the time of renewal, as each soul deserves, and of casting away all that no longer serves, of standing true in the power of what is to be. What I send out now comes back by the power of three. With that, I leave you with so much magic, motherfuckers, that you have some homework, some dirt work, some light work, whatever you want to call it. There's work to be done. I challenge you. I beg you. I thank you for doing the work, for enlightening and refining and changing and running towards growth and running towards breakdowns to then sweet soul breakthrough into a new you, Pikachu. It's dirty work. I get it. Yet the light at the end of the tunnel is always, always worth it, sweet soul. So with that, thank you very much. Happy Blessed Samhain to you. Happy All Saints Day, Day of the Dead. 
I hope that you truly, truly take the time to connect to where you came from to then set up with a beautiful, clean slate where it is that you are to go. Thank you so much. I will see you soon. Magic, motherfuckers. The Magic MF Podcast is my way of connecting to you through moon phases, crystals, oils, spirit guides, tarot, divination, and all of those buzzwords that make you feel all magic-y and ooey-gooey, sappy, boom-bappy inside. Magic MF stands for Magic Moon Phase, which Magic Motherfucker is totally cool if that's what you want to call it, no problem. But as long as you know that this space is open for any energy that wants to connect with what it means to practice your practice and connect with yourself in spirituality, mind, body, soul, all of the above, I, I cannot wait to open this space to connect to like souls, like minds, like hearts.